Welcome to By Design Podcast, episode 92. I'm your host, Danette Gora, and my hope is that this is a place where you'll find encouragement for your home and your soul. Today's episode is all about DIY lemonade stands. I recently made one for a client of mine, and I also wanted to share lots of different ways you can make them some easier. I tend to take things over the top sometimes, so I wanted to give you some easy ones, you know, just in case you wanted to make one of these for the end of summer with your kids or maybe something for Labor Day. I don't know. They're pretty cute, great to have around. They're, people are using using these all over now, even at adult events like the one I just made or at weddings and birthday parties, all kinds of barbecues. If you look around, you're going to see these puppies all over the place. So with all that said, I do want to mention that there are two ways to do this, meaning, you know, you're either going to make it at an adult height or you're going to make it for a kid. And so, you know, if you make it for an adult, you want to make sure that it's around 36 inches tall, which is three feet. That's the standard counter height in the kitchen or a bar height, which is 42 inches high. And that's a little bit higher than a kitchen cabinet, kind of like a checkout counter at a doctor's office or something. Those are usually the 42 or three foot six inches high. So if you want to make these for little kids, you just need to be paying attention when you're putting things together that the top of it stays, you know, somewhere around 20 to 24 inches tall. Like I think for for four-year-old kids, table heights are usually 20 to 22 inches. And for five to seven-year-olds, they're in the 22 to 25 inch range. So, you know, you can, I think anything in that range is, is fine for smaller kids to stand behind. Something around 24 sounds sounds like your best bet if you're not building an adult one. If you're building one for little kids, I say go with the 24. It's right in the middle there. Okay, before I get into the nitty gritty of the DIY that I did for a lemonade stand, I wanted to share some easier, simpler ideas for all of you who just kind of want to do this on the fly. I have pictures of these right on the beginning of my post at bydesignpodcast.com. So please go check those out or on denatgora.com, you can get to my podcast either way. So on the easier end of things, you can take two pallets and stand them on end back to back, nail them together, and that makes a bar top. You just might have to cut the pallets down to the right height you want. You can also get your hands on some of those wooden craft crates. They're like stacking crates. You can buy them at Joanne Fabrics. You can buy them at Walmart. I mean, they're everywhere these days. Anyway, you get a few of those and those are 12 and a half inches deep and wide. So that's the perfect height to stack because if you stack two of them, you get 24 inches high. That's perfect right? If you stack another one, you get three foot high. So those are really easy to stack. And then they, they're they made of wooden slats. And so a lot of times people will paint them like yellow and white or pink and white. And it makes for a really cute little looking lemonade stand. And the cool thing about those is you can also then when they're on their side, use that the side space of that little crate as storage underneath. So check those pictures out. Another super cute and probably the easiest idea of all is to take a nightstand and use it as a lemonade stand. So let's say you have just a little 18 inch wide nightstand on one side it has drawers right and that would be kind of the working side where you would be storing things and then on the other side they just added a board just screwed a you know a piece of plywood to the front of it from the bottom of the counter all the way to the ground and wrote lemonade stand right on the front of it now like I said this is a nightstand so it's somewhere around 24 inches high maybe 30 inches high so again this is one that would be good for a kid to use 
not an adult. Then they added little pieces of wood on the sides to make a sign at the top that says lemonade, yay. And, you know, just FYI, this this whole idea of adding the sign on the top, that's what makes your lemonade stand. That's what makes it look like a lemonade stand is that little sign over the top. So I would recommend not skipping that step because that's what's going to make this sucker a hit. Okay, so let's move on to the lemonade stand I just finished making for a friend. I know they're using it for a couple parties. And since it's fresh out of the shop or actually fresh out of the garage, I wanted to share with all of you. Like I mentioned before, it's the end of summer and I don't know, maybe it would be a fun little project for you to make with your kids. So to start, my friend sent me a picture of what she wanted it to look like and I started with that and then just made some adjustments because I wanted it to look a little more streamlined and be more functional. So I added a little bit of storage underneath on the working side, if you will. Now, there are a couple materials you could use to make this lemonade stand. The most ideal way would be to go to your local hardware and lumber store and buy one by fours and one by sixes to use on the outside and two by fours to use as a structure on the inside. And that was if you were going to build it from scratch. But if you're like me, I like to do my DIYs like I do my baking. I start with a ready-made box. So big surprise, I made mine out of pallets. And of course, as you know, there's all sorts of ways to get your hands on pallets. I usually just look for free ones on a garage sale site or on Craigslist and go pick them up. When you are looking through the pallets though, you want to make sure of two things. Number one, that they're all the same size. Standard pallets are about four 40 by 48 inches. And I, there are a few other variations, you know, maybe someone's making their own pallets. So anyway, you just want to make sure that you get pallets that are the same size because it will make the construction of this thing way easier. The other thing that I like to look for is that the wood isn't split and broken and that it all looks fairly similar in, in shape. You know, some pallets are spray painted, some are different colors, and you know, maybe that's the look you're going for. I wanted mine to look a little more streamlined. And there's also different board layouts, so just look for that. I like to make sure the patterning on the boards is the same. So the pallets that I picked out had three large boards, a small board, and then a large board as the deck boards on the face of it. And that will matter if you're trying to put two pallets next to each other to line things up or stack them one against each other on end. It's just nicer to have everything line up and, you know, I get a little OCD about that. One thing that's always a good idea to do once you gather up the pallets that you're using is to spray wash them, get them clean, because you never know what these babies have been used for and they could have all sorts of bacteria and ickies. So you definitely want to clean them before you use them, however you want to do it. I just wouldn't skip that stuff because these suckers harbor all sorts of bacteria and they've had their life storing things in warehouses and whatnot and it can get pretty gross. For this lemonade stand, I made sure I found three similar pallets, two for the bar itself, and then a third one just as a spare because a lot of times when you're ripping pallets apart and taking the face wood off or the deck boards off, things split or get broken and it's actually pretty hard to find a pallet that is pristine if you're getting them from junky sources like me. Maybe you know someone that has brand new beautiful pallets and good for you. I wish I could steal them. Anyway, the DIY basically consists of finding the pallets, cutting two of the pallets down so that they're the same 36 inch height, then assembling them so they're back to back. By back to back, I mean the nice sides that have the horizontal long boards of them are facing out. And the two sides that you connect together, the backs, are the bases of the pallets. So it's basically the unsightly side that might be four by fours or, or two bys. When you're securing the two pallets together, you can either choose to go back to back, like I just discussed, or you can add two by fours in between to make it a wider unit, to make it a wider bar top, which is what I did. The wider 
the bar is, the more stable it will be. So I, re- I do recommend separating them a little bit unless at the end you want to build in angled supports to keep it standing upright. So now you should have two pallets secured together and then you have to choose which is going to be the front of the bar and which is going to be the back. I usually make sure the front side is the nicer looking side. So once you have selected the back, this is where I took the face boards off of it, like the deck boards, so that I could put shelves in it for storage on that side, because I think it would be the perfect little spot for cups or plates or whatever you need for the bar. It just makes it more functional. This is where you want to take care removing the boards, because those boards that you remove are the ones that you want to cut down to use as the shelves themselves for the plate and cup storage. At this point in a DIY, you should have the bar assembled, the back opened up, and the shelves within it. And this is when I go to work on the third extra pallet that I've found, and I remove all of the face deck boards from it that are nice so that I can use them for the bar top itself. So what I want is three full-length boards for the bar top itself. The inspiration picture given to me by my friend where they use cut-up boards for the bar itself, and that makes for more seams. If you only have three full-length boards, you have two seams. And of course, if you made your bar top wider than three boards, you'll want four boards or five boards, depending on how deep you major bar. I made mine 3D. And this is where it comes into play where it's a good idea to get pallets that are the same size because if you found 40 inch pallets then these boards are already 40 inches long and they'll fit right on the top of the bar and you won't have to cut them at all. One thing just to keep in mind when you're working with pallets especially the old ones because the wood is usually pretty dried out and it splits really easily is that you want to pre-drill all of your holes before you use any screws to screw the pallets or boards together. So I use just a drill bit on my drill and I'd pre-drill through the face boards, the deck boards, anytime I was screwing one in and that keeps it from splitting. I added small wheels to the bottom with little locking casters so this sucker is easy to roll around on the concrete and then I also added little bottle openers on the side and a little towel bar because I just couldn't help myself. Now the little extra features of course you don't have to have. The last feature that I added to the lemonade stand was a sign. I did this by taking an eight foot one by four board and cutting it down to six foot four and then I ripped that board in half so I had two one and three quarter inch pieces of wood that are six feet four inches tall and then the plan was to secure those to the outside of the lemonade stand from the bottom all the way up so that I could have a sign in between. Now in order to do that On my unit, I had left a little space between the outer structure so it would fit there. And I used a jigsaw to cut into the top board so it would fit flush against the outside. You don't have to do that. I mean, they could be surface mounted to the outside of the unit. But if you can find a way to make it an integral part, I think that is a nicer look at the end. Because then you can wrap the outside of the of the lemonade stand with wood just like the front of it is so it looks like it's wrapped in wood all the way around. So you can look at the picture and see that but the idea is you screw these pieces of tall wood onto the sides of the lemonade stand and then the third pallet that you have that you're using for parts, one of the long boards that you have, it should be 48 inches long if you're using a 48-inch pallet like I did. It'll fit right between those two boards and it can be a sign at the top. So now we have a place at the top of the lemonade stand to write words like bar or lemonade for 50 cents a cup or whatever you want. 
I painted ours in a chalkboard paint so that whenever the pieces were used, they can change the wording at the top. Now, I will tell you that this bar that I made is pretty narrow, so it could be top-heavy and easily tip over. So the deeper you make your unit, the better. So if you find that your lemonade stand or bar is too narrow and has a danger of tipping over, there are a couple different things you can do to help secure it. One way would be to add angle supports that come out the back side and out the front so that it can't go you know, frontwards or backwards if someone leans on it. Or like in the design inspiration image I was sent, they had a large piece of plywood with two by fours under it that they screwed the lemonade stand to. I personally didn't really like that idea because I don't I don't like the big piece of plywood under it, but I totally get why they added it. Instead, if you're going to be using it in the grass, you can use little tent stakes and use a tie-off on each corner and secure it that way to the ground. Make sure you check the show notes for this DIY. I'll have all sorts of pictures and then some links to the hardware that I purchased. And also, I'll also have a few pictures of other lemonade stands and DIYs you can do to make little bars just as food for thought in case this one didn't meet your fancy. So thanks for joining us today and listening to this DIY. And I'd love to see any pictures if you guys make one or if you have made one. Go ahead and tag By Design Podcast so I can check it out. Next episode, we'll be back talking about the Holy Spirit again, which I'm super excited about. So thanks for listening. Bye now.